Hey everyone, DJ Ron Mess here for a special podcast episode of Anime Jam Session. Well, what you're about to listen to is ranting from an episode that we recorded last night in regards to, as one person put, the rules of cosplay. From time to time, what may happen is news will pop up during our feed, and depending on how relevant it is to the podcast, we'll add it. If not, we'll keep going. What you're about to hear is me, Mako-chan, and Ari just dissecting these rules of cosplay, and mostly just me foaming at the mouth talking about how much bullshit this is. Just so you know, this section has a little more cursing, so just, it will be best to listen to this with headphones on. These rules were put together by some quote-unquote famous cosplayer by the name of Elizabeth Reisman. She must be very famous because I sure as hell haven't heard of her. But that's how I look at it. So, kick back, relax, grab a soda, grab some popcorn, and enjoy as we proceed to dissect these rules and put this chick in her place. And just remember, when it comes to cosplay, you just need to have a good time. That's all it boils down to. Take care. Now, early in the podcast, I said that we were going to have a couple of interviews, but we changed it at the last minute because as with last week's episode, right? Sometimes what happens right before we do it, we start recording last breaking news can just pop up out of nowhere. We just want to cover it real quick as we are. We're also a podcast about covers cosplay and conventions as you previously listened. Right about the time we're covering this, I got linked to an article about these rules of cosplay. Now, there are really unwritten rules to cosplay. If you really want to know what they really are, just go to panels about cosplay 101 or how to do this, how to do it. Those are your rules right there. You take what you learn from these other conventions about cosplay and you make sort of like a guideline for yourself and the for other people that are new to it, because they're going to take what you told them and find their own way of doing things. There is no definite set rules in cosplay, unless you're in a competition, but that's a different story, different thing altogether. Now, earlier tonight, um, I was linked to an article called, um, let's see, Liz's Rules of Cosplay. Let's just say, it got us riled up, and so we decided to speak our minds on this. Thus, we are bringing back um, the Department of, Gri- of Gripes and Grievances because we have some gripes and grievances for this bitch right here. <laughs> And now we have the Department of Gripes and Grievances. What we're going to do is quickly go through her 
11 rules of, co- of, of rules of cosplay. We're going to tell you what's correct and what's incorrect. This is from a site called Fandom Scares Us. And the truth of the matter is, I've been doing this shit for 15 years. There is shit in the fandom that, that will even scare me. But anywho, she made this person. Her name is Elizabeth Reisman. This is, according to her, this is a repost and a mild refinement of her rules of cosplay. She comes up saying that she is bitchy and judgmental, and she's not going to apologize for it. Cosplay is, at its heart, an art form. I don't consider trash to be an art. And if you don't treat the format with the respect it deserves, and you deserve, you're going to get mocked horribly. Frankly, you'll deserve it. Now, I will say this much. I have seen people put together the wonderful cosplay, and they still get mocked for it. And they still get bitched for it. There's a saying, one man's man's trash is another man's treasure. Just because you don't like it, that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to like it, or Mako's going to like it, or Ari's going to like it. Everyone has their different views on what's good and what's awesome. Doesn't doesn't help that this that the way she's coming off. It's like her eleven rules of the gospel. Yes, and also on the internet, just one thing: if you gotta make a point about something, be a little more tactful in what you're saying. Coming off as a cut raging bitch gets you nowhere. Especially if you run in my circle, because you know what? In my circle, there's only one cunt-raging bitch. And that's Mako-chan. If you step to her level, <laughs> she will smack your ass down like a fly. Ain't that right, homegirl? Oh, yeah. That's what's up. Now, let's go through this. Let's turn this down a little bit more. Number one. Know thy character. This should go without saying, but don't cosplay a character you don't know. Don't just cosplay a character because you think he, she is cute or because your best friend or significant other is playing the counterpart. When you are cosplaying, you are that character, not dressed in the same clothing. Flag on a play. Slow your roll. Now, I have a thing where, uh. I have a thing where if you're going to cosplay, so at least have a general idea of who the person is. Exactly. The, the, yeah, the, yeah the, the history of the character, you know, who they are, that stuff you... You gotta know, but I, when I cosplay, I am not the character. You know, you can you can approach me in my costume and call, and I'll answer either my character's name or or Ari. You know, I don't like I, I won't put on a cosplay and all of a sudden you're like Ari, who's Ari? I'm you know and whoever. Exactly. I mean, I plus the people who get really really that deep into character, they're kind of creepy. Yeah, they need meds. I've cosplayed. My thing, my thing I agree with is, yeah, you definitely need to know a little bit about the character. And if you're going to be taking pictures, sometimes being the character is a good thing. Yeah, that's the only time I'm ever in character was when I'm getting my picture taken or there's a uh, meetup. Mm-hmm. And for a while, I used to wear cosplays just for shits and giggles. But here's the thing. Yes, I cosplay Ranma Saotome. Yes, there are things about Ranma and Ranma one half. I may not remember right away. Don't get on my ass about it. Shit happens. People will forget. You mean you don't remember that one thing that happened in that one episode that only happened once? 
I know. You don't right? remember it? I don't remember it, no. And I'm not going to flip my shit every time I walk by a Gary Oak cosplayer. Calm the fuck down. Now, if you know that Gary Oak cosplayer for a long time, you can do that shit, and y'all can just roll with it, you know? Because, yeah, we're on that same level. Like, yeah. if you cosplayed as Gary, I might actually do that, but mm -hmm. I doubt you would cosplay as Gary, so there's that. No. Uh, next rule. Number two, know thy body. If you're 5'3 three and 300 pounds, you're never going to pull off a Sailor Moon costume, no matter how fucking oh, awesome the costume <laughs> itself is. Stay within your body type and range. Every time a fat girl wears a fuku, God kills a kitten. Please do it for the kittens. You're to injecting a meme into your article. <laughs> it automatically fails. To, to quote, um, what was that name of that comedian? George Carlin. Complete bullshit. No, no, I got a better one. The dude. Well, that's just, like, your opinion, man. Exactly. So what if you're 5'3 and 300 pounds? By this bitch's logic, I gotta throw out 95% of all anime characters ever. Exactly. You can... Well, the, thing, the thing is, the headline is good. Know thy body. Mm-hmm. You can wear what the fuck you want. But know your body enough to wear it properly. Yes. If you're 5'3 three and 300, Faye Valentine, no. <laughs> oh, God. I'm having man Faye flashbacks. Thanks for that. Dealer Faye? Absolutely. Dealer Faye, there's the one where she's in the, uh, in the ball gown. Mm -hmm. That's good. Mm -hmm. um, tight ass, yellow spandex short shorts. And a what is basically a tube top and suspenders. Not so much. You want to be happy with that? Be happy with that. But just don't get mad when people turn to stone looking at you. Exactly. Or they just exactly. ignore don't you. Don't get or mad give when people say "ha ha ha, fatty." Yes. You can't get mad at that. You're wearing an outfit like that. You can't get mad. But the also, thing you is, can't choke slam everyone who laughs at you. Exactly. <laughs> Unless you're Jay is, and Silent Bob. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Know thy body. If you're going to be wearing, if you're going to be cosplaying as Sailor Moon, make sure the outfit fits you properly. And I don't mean like, oh, well, it fits and it doesn't look slutty or you're not hanging out. I'm not meaning that. Mm -hmm. I'm meaning make the costume in such a way that it flatters your shape. If the hip rolls have to come up a little bit to accentuate something or cover something that's fine really tall girls need to wear their sh their skirts a little bit longer because well their asses just hang out but most of them are okay with that <clears throat> but like for a shorter girl wearing your skirt a little bit higher it, it makes you look taller. So just y use the costume correctly. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Wear what you want, but use the costume correctly. Just be sensible about it. I mean, I've seen skinny girls. I've seen full body girls who say fukus, and it looks good on them. You just got to know what you're working with and just make it work. I mean, if you're on the curvy side... You're not going to want that skirt to be so short. You make it a little bit longer. Because if you look in the anime, that shirt, that the skirt is short. But at the same time, that skirt is like 
feet is like a few inches above the knees, so it works. And it covers their ass. It covers your ass. Unless you're Sailor Jupiter. Unless you're Sailor Jupiter. Um, <laughs> but also, the skirt is supposed to flare out. If you were a larger girl, you need to have enough material so that the skirt flares out. This brings you us into... This... Go on, go on. Yeah, go ahead. This brings us into rule three. Know thy material. Cheap costume satin is shiny, but does Kagome really wear a satin school uniform? No. So try and at least pretend you're going for accuracy. Otherwise, your costume just looks lame. Rim shot for those who sue know their fabric. Okay, it's a given. There's a reason why it's called satin. Satan. Look, my, my costume, Human Artemis, I got, the wrong, I got the right material, but the wrong material is the right type. It was just too thin. So Femi had to double over the material so I wouldn't be seeing through. I wore it at Otakon. Hot as it was, I still pulled it off just fine. If you just all you have to do when you go fabric shopping, you just look at the fabrics and just see if you can see your hand through the fabric and you know the characters on, then don't. Everybody's going to make a mistake when buying material. It's not a deal breaker. No, but there are some costumes that I agree with should not be made with satin. Right. Unless you're going for a concept piece, that's different. But if you're just getting satin to make it look shiny and stand out, then no. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't work. <clears throat> so that I kind of understand. But no, I mean, the you, the uh, material that I have for my Makoto school uniform, mm-hmm. it's not the correct material. But it's the correct color, and it's what I had at the time. And it still works. And I've got I've not gotten a complaint. Because I did the skirt in such a way that it's still folded and pleated and looked like it needed to. Okay. All right. Let's get back to this here, because I got sidetracked. Somebody tell me more about the bullshit that's happening. Now, mm-hmm. number four, know thy series. Whether you're cosplaying an anime character, a video game star, or a book hero slash heroine, besides knowing the character you are portraying, know the world that they are in. It's really annoying to be, for example, cosplaying as Asuka from Evangelion and running into someone cosplaying Ray who has no clue who you are. Yes, this has happened to me. Group shots at conventions are awesome, and other cosplayers are fans just like you, so be respectful enough to know the series you're playing in to recognize your co-stars on site. This falls into rule one. When you know your character, you're going to know everybody else you roll with. That's sort of like me cosplaying Wolverine, and obviously I know every single member of the X-Men. Bitch, have you lost your mind? <laughs> Well, something like that is different. I can sort of understand this. So do I. But at the same time, it's not going to work in everything. Exactly. It almost, you, kind of, it's, it almost kind of comes off as her saying, you got to make sure every other every other person who cosplays in the same fandom knows who you are. And also, do you really expect that person to sit down and watch every single episode of the series? I mean, 
Really? She does, apparently. I mean, I guess you can get away with watching 26 episodes, but if you're cosplaying Kagome and you expect that Kagome cosplay to know all the characters from all 162, 161, 168 episodes of the series, no, not really. I sure as hell don't. I think, honestly, as long as you know who the key characters are, it's okay. If you don't know who the minor characters are, it's not a big deal. I like, cosplay as uh, Sango, and I don't know every freaking character in that series. It's like cosplaying uh, Rain Lore from FF8. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, who? Exactly. And she just says you have to know thyself. Mm-hmm. If you can't emotionally or mentally pull off a character, don't. If you're too bitter to play a happy character or too happy to play a bitter one, in short, if your acting skills are not up to par, please play a character who won't take so much work out of you. I'm sorry, I didn't know I was in theater. I know. You know, you know what we should do, DJ? We should find us one where we should, like, like, we should, like, like rattle off like, lines about like, a dialogue between each other, like, and, like, make it look, look intentionally bad, like looking at the script, reading, uh, inflections or uh, emotions mm-hmm. out loud. And we, we got to have Makoto dressed up as a producer going, cut, 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 do it again. But more <laughs> passion, more feeling. That'd be like a bad who's line skit. Yeah. Oh, dear God. Does that make me photo finish? Yes, it does. That no, makes you call a mockery. Him too. That works. I've seen people with big smiles cosplaying Gara. I can't recall the last time I've seen someone get into character. Well, I take your picture. If you want to get into character, that's fine. If not, that's fine. I'm just taking here pick, take a picture of you in the costume. Not so a has smiled, but it's usually the I'm going to kill every fucking human living being in this room mm-hmm. smile. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's some things that if I'm going to take your picture, if it's if you're going to be in character for the picture, like if you're going to pose, don't pose and smile. Pose and be that character. Exactly. Like, like I cosplay as Mandy from Bill, uh, Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. She does not smile, period. She doesn't smile. The one time she smiled in the series, she ended the world. <laughs> Obviously, she did. Obviously, um, at KatoriCon, when I was um, cosplaying as Mandy, when people wanted my picture, I didn't smile. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be in character for those pictures. And I posed with my arms crossed and a... Fucking scout at the camera. Exactly. Did anyone ask but... why you did that? No, because they understood I yeah. was in character. Now, if but, you I mean, now if somebody asked you why you were mad and scowling, what would you have told them? That when Mandy smiles, she ends the world. <laughs> the world implodes. Yeah, you would have given a basic breakdown. You know, that's not a big deal. Yeah. But like something, something like Gara. If you're if you're taking a picture of somebody and they're just standing there and they're not doing anything, obviously if they're smiling, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But if they're actually like posing in one of his poses yep. and they give you a big ass grin, that's where I kind of get iffy. Yeah, it happens. It does happen. Mainly because a lot of people forget that their character isn't supposed to be happy. Mm-hmm. 
See, but... rule five alone makes me want to find her and cosplay Tadawaki Kuno and do the really bad Shakespearean accent from the dub, you know? <laughs> yeah. Number I still like they read the stage directions right from the script idea. I like that too. Number six, know thy props. If you're supposed to carry a giant boomerang made of bone, then do your damnedest to make it look like it's made of bone. Make a cheap substitute with duct tape looks cheap and detracts from your costuming. You can do things lightweight, legal, and good looking. It's just going to take time and patience. Okay. Also money. Yes. Okay. Sometimes that's not always effective. When I did Barrett Wallace, I could not figure out what he had around his waist for his pants. Could have been a big ass belt. Could have been something that's built in him. That was made out of cardboard, glue, and duct tape. It still looked good. Yeah. Just remember this. So it's called the six foot rule. If it looks good six feet away, no one cares. Exactly. Unless you're if doing it looks craft- good for a picture. If it looks yeah. good for a picture, that's all that matters. Unless you're doing craftsmanship uh, judging, then that's a, that's not- that's completely different. If you made it to the best of your abilities, just roll with it. I don't. And if someone's going to talk smack about your giant boomerang that doesn't look like it's made of bone, take that boomerang and smack them upside the head with it. Sure, you're getting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but have you realized that this is all animated and it's just yellow? It's a yellow boomerang. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's talking about Songo. Of course. It's a yellow. It's a yellow fucking boomerang. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look like bone in the series. It doesn't look like bone in the manga. So why the hell does it have to look like bone when you're cosplaying it? You, also, you got to figure transporting something that big must be pretty difficult. It's called assume. You know what happens when you assume? You make an ass out of you and me. But in this case, you made an ass out of you and yourself. Know thy timeline. Putting together a fantastic cosplay takes time, heart, and dedication. If you don't have all of those, then it's best for you to step aside and enjoy the show. Bitch, who the fuck do you think you are? I'm you sorry, are... but every cosplayer I know is working on their cosplays up until the time of the convention. Some of them even go to the convention with their sewing machines to finish. It's, it's, you want to know something? You know it's a convention when you see somebody rolling in with a bolt of fabric and a sewing machine. It's not a big deal. Personally, if I do my cosplays, I'd like to have them done before the convention. If I'm done before the con, yay. If not, not, Fuck! I gotta put it together real quick. It's not a big fucking deal. I have, I, I got, I, I tried to get Gardabelt done in time through a friend of mine. Could not get it done in time. So me and Ari went to a part, went to a costume shop. I bought a robe. We went over to Walmart. I bought some red fabric. When we got to the con, I went down to CVS, got a pair of scissors, straight at pins, cut the damn, cut it together, pinned it on, and walked around, and prayed to God I didn't, put, I didn't. Pick, prick myself and die from 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 um massive bleeding, okay? And you know what? Yes, my you don't guard have hemophilia, do you? No. Then that's not a problem. And you know what? Yes, that guard belt looked pretty shitty, but you know what? People fucking loved it. They thought it was awesome. And a couple people asked about it, and I told them what happened. This was slung together at the last fucking minute, and they said it looked good for someone who threw it together at the last fucking minute. Done. And I tell you what. Like the unsung hero award of mm-hmm. cosplay. If that's going to be an issue for you, why don't you bring your sewing machine? Let me borrow it so I can finish what I got to do. No? Shut the fuck up. 
And next one is... Mind if I take it? Go for it. I need to let my know voice rest a little. Huh? I need to let my voice rest a little. Okay. Know thy fandom. Be aware of the ebb and flows of fandom. If everyone their brother is doing Full Metal Alchemist cosplay, try Yurashi Atsura cosplay instead. Everyone in the same costume gets all it after the third or fourth Edward Elric you see. I don't know. I kind of like the big Pokemon gatherings when there's like dozens upon dozens of cosplayers there and they're dividing it up by, uh, okay, first there's let's have main characters over here, then Pokemon, then mm-hmm. game characters, and mm-hmm. uh, like bad guys. That's 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 actually pretty fun. Yeah, and also no two uh, cosplays are the same. I mean, yeah, Max, that's was kind of weird being like because c- I could count the number of Pokemon cosplayers on one hand, myself included, but mm-hmm. I still enjoyed it. There you go. I mean, I'll take three, four pictures of an Elric Elric cosplayer. If I see a, a, a Lum cosplayer, she'll be number five on my list. Yeah, that one. That one is all personal preference. Yes. If you still love doing FMA cosplay, continue doing it. But maybe a different character. Or if it's your favorite character, maybe a different outfit from the series. Hey. If not, just be a badass like me and just roll, just roll around as Ranma. Fuck it. <laughs> Alright, I'm taking this one. It's all oh, yours. Please do. Know, know thy gender. Don't cross-play. I don't care if you really like a certain character. If you're a male, cosplay a male character. If you're a female, cosplay a female one. Certain limited uh, exceptions can be made for very, very Bishonen male characters being portrayed by females. But a good rule of thumb is just don't do it. Trust me, no one is impressed. More people are disgusted than anything else. Bull fucking shit. Congratulations, you just alienated a good chunk of your audience. Gundam Wing crossplay. The defense rests. (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry, but 99% of the people that do Gundam Wing are all girls. Mm-hmm. Because Gundam look- Wing... Yeah, sometimes they look like guys. But Gundam Wing, because of... I was going to say, sometimes the guys still look girlier than the girls dressing up as the guys, but... Well, that mind. too. <laughs> but Gundam Wing was a lot of fan service for girls. And I only know a, a handful of guys that actually cosplayed from the series. DJ being one of them. Yes. Yeah. I, I went to Animazement that year, and so many people were taking my picture. I couldn't understand it till a female duo walked up to me and said, I was the only guy here dressed as Duo Maxwell. Legit. Oh, wow. And also, there's a, kind of a little bit of a homophobic you know, tinge to this number, don't you think? So you're yeah. saying she's one one foot in and one foot out? Yeah, it's just just immediately assuming people are disgusted by it. Hell no! Do and you? He's disgusted by it. I would be the first to say if I see someone do, two people doing uh, Gundam Wing uh, crossplay, I will ask them to kiss or make out. Just not for me, just for Mako Chan, <laughs> just to put a smile on her face when I send her the picture. Sometimes it works. Yeah, keyword being sometimes. Sometimes. Yes. But, I mean, there are characters that... It doesn't even matter if it's a guy or a girl cosplaying as it. Because the character is so gender neutral. Mm-hmm. You can be the same... You can be the matching gender and still screw up the cosplay anyway. It happens. Exactly. Exactly. But 
is just, oh, no, you have to cosplay as a girl. All right, well, what about if the character happens to be a cross-dresser? Sailor stars. What then? Mm-hmm. I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking about Fushigi Yugi. Ooh. Noriko <laughs> is a man dressed as a woman who portrays himself as a woman. So or Bridget. Yep. Everyone Bridget. everyone's gay for Bridget. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what what do you classify that as? You have to be a guy portraying a girl to pull off the character correctly. You have to crossplay. Bridge is kind of an odd case because it's a cultural thing why he's dressed as a woman all the time. Yeah. Well, Noriko too. Noriko does it for, um, he's basically, his kid sister was killed, so he's taking over her life to live her life for her. So that kind of falls along the lines of Rule 4, Know Thy Series. So if you do it for Shiki Yugi, according to her, it's either Rule 9 or Rule 4. Mm-hmm. But, but I, wonder, I wonder how many Bridget cosplayers know why Bridget is like that. It's because where Bridget was brought up, the twin boys are considered the harbinger of, of a despair or destruction. So his parents gave him a girl's name and had him dress up as a girl, which opens the door for tons of gender identity issues. Mm-hmm. But, of course, adds nothing to the gameplay of Guilty Gear. Like if you, Unless you count the, what the fuck, that's a guy? Reaction of some other characters. <laughs> Which is the whole point of Bridget, I think. That's what they were going for. Ten. Know thy makeup. Even if you're not in full body paint, you need to wear at least a touch of matte makeup. If for nothing else, then keeping your face from shining with sweat and oil in all those pictures. Which leads me to the next rule. Okay, I, that I get. Now, a little makeup is fine. But don't come out looking like a, like a whore. Like Mimi from the Drew Carey show. Oh. Well, I mean, that's not what she's saying. She's saying that basically you should wear a powder on your face to keep from shining in the mm-hmm. pictures. And so, fuck you. I'm sorry, but at a convention when it's 90 degrees, 100 degrees, and you're outside, your makeup, you're gonna sweat it off. So why the fuck should you put it on anyway? The only makeup I wear is the... Uh, I have an eyeliner pencil to draw the zigzags on Ash's face. And those still run. That's perfectly fine. I, I still say, you know, you should have a little bit on, you know. I get, you know, but depending on the weather and stuff, and you don't... I, I really, like, I, we had a, dis, I mean, a couple of, we had a discussion about this one Sailor Moon cosplayer. I said, you know, if you got that natural beauty going, don't bother. But she was saying you should have a little something on, you know, kind of make it look natural, which I understand. I get that. Well, yeah, but when a character is actually, when a character is wearing makeup, then... Yeah, by all means, wear the makeup to match the character. Mm. Sailor Moon, if you're wearing the Fuku, depending on the character, that transformation sequence shows them having lipstick on. Mm-hmm. It shows them having their eyes made up. That's part of the costume. 
Whether or not you want to wear it, that's one thing, but obviously that's part of the costume. And all of them get sparkly nails that get covered with gloves, so that one I don't get. Don't ask me. How often are people going to take off the gloves to show off the nails? I've never seen it. No, because I just think it's stupid, even during the transformation. Oh, look, my nails. I have, I have nail polish on, and I'm putting a glove on that will never come off. So you will never, ever see that I have nail polish on. Why the fuck is that part of the transformation sequence? Anyway. You know, not for nothing, that, that, that kind of irked me about, that's the one thing that really irked me about the transformations. It's like, j- maybe to show where their fingers are, I don't know. And finally, rule 11. Understand that you will have pictures taken of you. I can't stress this one enough. Before you did cosplay, you were likely the one on the other side of the camera. Be courteous and kind and nice to your fans, just like other cosplayers were to you when you stopped them for a shot. Don't count on getting anywhere fast and be gracious, even if it takes you 40 minutes to get 15 feet down a hallway. I've been there. I do it every convention. Let me tell you something. If you have that badass cosplay and everyone stops you for a photo, it's okay to say, not right now, later please, so you can get to where you have to go. I remember at Comic Con this happened with um a, this one girl. She was cosplaying the character from um what's the one the, the I why can I not remember? She carries a multi pass. All I remember, Lilu. Yes, Lilu. Multi pass. She kept multi pass. I I took a picture of her and then everybody else did. I after like five six photos. I grabbed her arm and I brought her to her booth because I knew for a fact if I didn't, she would not get there in time. Yeah, be courteous and nice to us photographers. If you don't want your picture taken right now or later, that's perfectly fine. People have said that to me. It's not a big deal. I will find you later. Or if not, it's not a deal breaker for us. And she finishes it off with snobby, elitist, perhaps. I will not go into details about this, but she pretty much browbeat this. She did a drow cosplay, and this little Asian girl said that we're the only one doing drow. And she had the audacity to be like, no, bitch, no. She didn't say it outright, but she just, it's how she described it in her blog article. Let me tell you something, you snobby, elitist bitch. Personally, I hope. I don't cross paths with you at a convention. I don't care if you're a trolling little cunt whore. I will tell you exactly how I feel and my two cents. Because you know what? Cosplayers like you get no fucking wear in the community. You really think people are going to tell them to go to you for advice or a commission or this or that? Hell fucking no. You know, whatever your costumes you have done, I, I could easily name on one hand other cosplayers who have done those same costumes, most likely better than you, and they're a hundred times nicer than you. So what you need to do is get the hell off your high horse before you become the next stink meaner. And if you do become the next stink meaner, I promise you, I will be the first one to um, Sparta kick your ass down the, down the escalator at Otakon. And we'll be back. Normally, we go into a long diatribe on what's going on next week's episode and the breakdown and stuff. But since we're kind of running really late here, I'm going to go ahead and give you a complete um, break, 
quick breakdown of everything as quick and easy and painless as possible. So here we go. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend. That's how we get around. That's how we get our popularity. Everything is on AnimeJamSession.com. Our podcast, articles, links to our cosplay photos, you name it, everything. And if for some reason our website's blocked uh, at your work and you want to listen to our podcast, you can find us on Podcast.net, Podcast.com, Podcast Alley, Yahoo Podcast, Xbox Music, and iTunes. You can always find us on YouTube.com, YouTube.com slash AnimeJamSessionTV. All of our convention videos are up there. If there's a con you haven't been to that we have, you want to check it out and see what it's about, go right there. We may have covered it. If you want to see some of our personal um, YouTube stuff, you can find me at YouTube.com slash DJRamaS. You can find Ari at YouTube.com slash Ari22682. Sailor Flair is YouTube.com slash Sailor Flair. And Mako is yet to get a um, YouTube account. She's too busy leeching off of mine. I have a YouTube account. Oh, shit. What is it? Jupluna. Okay. All of a sudden, I did not know. Yes. We you... mentioned that, like, I want to say 20 episodes back. Whoops. Now it's on the outline. <laughs> It'll be future referenced. Mako China's at youtube.com slash Jupluna. Twitter. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us on Twitter to find out when we're, when we're posting um, videos photos, articles, and other cool stuff that we may talk about on Facebook and Twitter that may not go directly to our website. And if you want to follow us on Twitter and see our shenanigans and chaos and comedy, I'm twitter.com slash djronmas, Ari is twitter.com slash Man. Mako China is twitter.com slash jlvedea, and Sailor Flair is twitter.com slash makeitepic. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash session, and we just hit 1,100 fans. <laughs> Thank you for listening, following us, listening to us, and checking out our stuff. We appreciate everything. If you want to follow us on Facebook, I'm facebook.com slash S. Mako is at facebook.com slash Makoto Mako Chankino, and Ari's Facebook is still under is currently still under house arrest. <laughs> and follow us on the VOG Network, VOGNetwork.com. Our podcast is Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. with our encore at Thursdays at 1.30 p.m. Check out our flagship shows, the Bobby Blackwood Show at 8 o'clock Sunday Eastern Standard Time, followed by Orange Lounge Radio at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now that I got all that out, last words, Ari. I got a load of laundry. I got that's done in the dry day. I got to get to work, work on folding. Mako-chan. It's fucking cold. Um, the cat is actually sleeping on my bed, not trying to hump the, uh, the, cur- the covers, which is a good thing. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Makko-chan. And we will see you next week. So, take care, everyone. See you later. Bye. Say goodnight, Mako. Goodnight, Mako. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session AJS Productions. There were no fanboys or fangirls hurt, maimed, or killed during this episode. This time...
The views and opinions on this show do not reflect the entire staff or network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. And if you would like a transcript of today's podcast, start typing. Visit us at AnimeJamSession.com and VOGNetwork.com for more information about the show. See you next time.